everybody. Did you know that podcast advertising is now one of the most effective ways to advertise your products or services? Just like you're hearing this ad now, thousands of people could be hearing your ad right here. Contact Nick at gutcheckmedia.net or on Facebook or Twitter. We have options starting as low as $25. Start boosting your business right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast brought to you by Gut Check Media, your source for all sports news and updates to help you stay in the know without having to scroll the internet for hours like we do for your convenience. All right, everybody, welcome. I'm Nick, Chief Content Creator, personality here at Gut Check Media. Today, I'm with my bud, my pal, the one and only sports fantasy guru, Luke Carbone. Yo, yo, what's up, Nick? How's it going? It's going, and we had a hell of a draft. Hope everyone enjoyed it. And yo, how, did we have a hell of some NH, NHL playoffs, man? Yes. Them games last night, they weren't the close to scoring, most of them, but they didn't disappoint with the physicality that the playoffs come with. It's like Christmas to me. Yeah. These games were intense, man. There was a lot of, a lot of fighting and a lot of big hits. Oh, big yeah. goals, first-time goals. Just great night at NHL hockey, first night. Jay, we got a ton of stuff to go over. We got NFL news, NHL playoffs to cover. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Welcome back. Hope everyone enjoyed the draft. The NFL teams now reinforced. They got some rookies. They're going to try to step into the limelight and get some meaningful playing time this year. A lot of, a lot of kids' lives were changed. You call them kids, I guess, but they're probably 18 to 20-year-old young men. But uh, their lives were all changed yesterday. Not yesterday, but a few days ago. Yeah, the last couple of days even, yeah. And even the undrafted players getting picked up afterwards, too. Yeah, first overall, surprise pick, you know. Well, surprise to some, but then it became the favorite towards the end. But Trayvon Walker. Yeah, I yeah I mocked him on my second mock. I, I got him right, and I got the next one right. Did you see Mel Kuyper got 29 out of 32? Wow. 29 out of 32 right. That's nuts. I guess when you do it for... 30 years or whatever. Who's Mel Kuyper? <laughs> Who's this Mel Kuyper? Anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. Shout out to Mel Kuyper. Nice job out there. Nice job. Stip, stip, stick tap. Stick tap. Stick tap. <laughs> Even though it's football. Don't matter. <laughs> Cleat taps. <laughs> Cleat taps. <laughs> I mean, it didn't take forever. Like, I thought it was going to take like eight hours. It only took like four. <laughs> and then I, I, I was kind of half asleep when the Bills, the Bills were going to pick a 25 all of a sudden, Baltimore's pick at 23. The Bills are taking it. I'm half asleep in the chair. And uh, what? I wake up and Kair Elam. Good shit. Seeing you at the Sabres game, man. You look pretty damn good. Josh Allen was hyping you up. But did you see the video on him? No, I didn't see too many videos. I've seen a little bit. Nothing. Like, I haven't studied him, though. Did you see the one where he got selected, though? Like, how he... Oh, yeah. Or the, inter- the interview. The interview where he wanted the yes. playbook on the plane. Yes, I seen that. And he was like, you sent me the playbook, coach. <laughs> and in in his interview, he had uh, a, a fucking notebook, Florida Gators notebook, with all the receivers and uh, all, all the ways they beat him and the ways to get better and just... Dude seems like a dog. Yeah, yeah, always trying to get better, he said. Always trying to, you know, strive to learn more and get better. He asked what trade White does, you know, to be so good and, and how he can emulate that. So the Bills moved up four, you know, two spots, and they gave up a fourth-round pick. And uh, right. I go to work the next day. Some of the guys are bitching about it. It's just like, I and, don't know. 
the Ravens picked a punter with that fourth round pick. So we yeah. got the best punter in the league, and we got him on the sixth pick. I, I got <laughs> the sixth round. I gotta say, I hate his nickname. Did you see his nickname? <laughs> what the punt god? Punt god. Nope. Yeah, nope. I think he's got to earn that, especially coming to Buffalo. We're not just gonna hand you a nickname like that. I really don't know who would be the punt god. Like who would be in NFL history would be a punt god, but uh, yeah, not him. Yeah, you're not him, kid. You better not be walking in that locker room thinking you're something because you're the punter, bro. It's important for you to kick the ball and down it inside the ten every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do it to the best of your ability. Yeah, punt god. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. hopefully we don't need to punt so much. Uh, that's the whole. But when we do, we want to be able to put you pin the other team down. Yeah, so Bill's first round, like I said, we selected Kair Elam, cornerback out of Florida. Uh, second pick we had, who did we pick? So in the second round, the, we traded, actually. Yeah, we, we got rid of 57, we, went, out, went back to 60. We traded 57 to the Bucks. They picked an offensive lineman. Then we got pick number 60 and a sixth rounder. And for 60, we actually ended up trading that to the Bengals. So the Bengals received our number 60. They picked up Cam Taylor, a cornerback from Nebraska. We moved to number 63 overall. We Holy took. Holy fuck, Nick, spit it out. You know who we took? James Cook. That running back from Georgia. Yeah, good pass catcher. Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Yeah. That doesn't kind of make you a little excited. I'm definitely excited. Yeah, yeah it looks cool. good. And we got a six-round pick. So we got two. We picked up two, two six-round picks to move six spots from two different teams. Nice job, Bean. And we probably got the best running back in the draft. A lot of, peop- a lot well, of people played him that way. So nobody fucking knows. This was an argument I heard. Oh, yeah, this yeah. was an argument I heard earlier. It's like, who, who had the best draft? It's like, you don't fucking you, know. You don't. You don't know. How Every, are you going to know? Everyone can say, you know, right now the Jets had a really good gra- draft because of, you know, they got those top three, top four, or even more guys that are rated really high. But it, it doesn't mean nothing until they are out on the field. All right. So after they got round one, they got Elam. Two, they got James Cook. And then round three, pick number 89. Linebacker, Terrell Barnard out of Baylor. Solid pick. She kind of shows that maybe, not that they don't trust Edmonds, but who knows? Yeah. You think they're going to pick up his fifth-year option? You never know. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be smart for for them to keep him. I, I agree. Like, I think he's a game He's a game changer. He just hasn't. Has, he's, he's still young. He's very young. 23. Everyone needs to understand he's very young. He's He's been doing all this, doing as great as he has been doing. For being a young kid. He just missed a few tackles here and there, and people are all over him about it. So. Yeah, I mean, people are going to miss tackles. But he does miss reads sometimes, and he jumps coverage the wrong way. I don't know. Hopefully he learns, but he's played like over 50 but games in NFL. Even now. the best of the best are going to have those mistakes. Like, we're just, you know. Well, hopefully this year he could figure it out a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it's not. So as... then, we, like I said earlier, we traded that fourth-round pick. So now we have a fifth-round pick, and... Apparently, this was a steal. I don't really know much about him, but he's a wide receiver out of Boise State, Khalil Shakir. Yeah, actually, our friend messaged me and was like, dude, you see this guy? I watched him play. He's pretty good. He's uh, going to shock the league, he thinks, in a few years, so we'll see. Shout out to Ropey. Shout what, out to Ropey. good? Thanks for the info and inside information. We got our, we got our insider out there. 
Checking out the dude from Boise State, wide receiver. Got our inside scout. Says he's going to shock the league in a couple years, so we'll see what happens. We'll see. I think it'll be good to add him uh, as another slot guy that, you know, in case, uh, you know, you want to rest or anything happens to any of our other guys, you know. Well, you just you can never have too many wide receivers, you know. Yeah, and we're pretty, you know, our wide receiver room's not so full up right now. No, definitely. uh, It's not full at all. And it's a, a mini, you know, mini camp's coming up, so it's a good time for players to try to earn their spots. All right, round six, we had three picks. And uh, the fir- with the first pick that we had at 180, we, we took the the punt god, according to him, Matt Are- Areza. How do you say his name? Uh, Arezia. I, I shouldn't ask you. You're the fucking book. <laughs> Arezia. Yeah. All right, anyways, we picked Matt Areza. And uh, this dude can kick the ball. <laughs> I've seen a couple videos. He was kicking it from one end to the other. Yeah. Pretty impressive. A lot, of, a lot of people said he's, he needs to uh, figure out his drop to get more hang time on the ball. But once, just like Josh Allen, he's a mold. So once once he figures that out, he's got the leg. So yeah, yeah, and I think you know our punting lacked a little bit last year. So we're hoping to fix that with with this young man. Yeah, I agree. Then with our second pick in the sixth round at one eighty five, we took cornerback Christian Benford, six foot one, two hundred eight pounds out of Villanova. Villanova. Solid pick in the sixth round, getting some value. Yeah, yeah. Again, another guy to come in compete. Who we get about our last we pick? We got the, the next one, pick two hundred nine. We got an offensive tackle, Luke Tanuta. Tanuta from Virginia Tech. All right, Luke. Shout out to Luke. He so, looks like a big ass dude. Yeah, he played with Virginia. Uh, he's got an athletic family, so you know, we'll see uh, what he can do if he can uh, find a spot or even on the practice squad. We got a, a deep practice squad and and uh, all-around team, so it's going to be hard for any of these guys to land a spot, though even with the last pick, a linebacker out of Clemson. Round 7. Round 7. Pick 231. Balen Specter. Linebacker out of Clemson, solid. So he's got fit football in his blood too, so we'll see what he can do. Yeah, I don't really know much about these players, but in being we trust. In being we trust. <laughs> Didn't they have a couple undrafted guys too? Yeah, they sound, signed a couple undrafted guys. All right, so some of the undrafted guys. We got a guy out of Northwest Missouri State, offensive, another offensive line, Tanner Owen. Solid, solid. Undrafted, interesting. Yep. Another guy undrafted, another offensive lineman. We're uh, Texas, to, Texas football? Yeah, trying to have some competition there. Derek Kerr. Kerstetter. <laughs> Kerstetter. There we go. I had to get my another, stutter in. Another offensive lineman. Yeah, we're going deep. Offensive line. Oh, now we got a defensive lineman, too, undrafted. Yeah, a guy out of right up the road out of Syracuse, Kingsley Jonathan. Solid. Let's go. Let's go. He looks good. These are all the Bills undrafted, undrafted uh, signings. Last one is uh, wide receiver Malik, Malik Williams out of Appalachian State. No, oh, no, we got another one actually. Oh, another wide damn. receiver. He looks pretty good too from BYU football. Neil Payu. Neil Payuyu. Payuyu. Payu. Oh damn, there's more. All right, I I apologize, I misspoke. Yeah, we got a few more here. All right, another lineman, Alec Anderson of UCLA. Let's go, Alec. Wow. Offensive lineman. D tackle from Penn. Prince Amali. Prince Amali. Man, that sounds like a Latin name or something. Uh, like it should be in a Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was reported by Joe Biscaglia. Shout out, Joe. Virginia Tech running back Raheem Blackshear. 
All right, Virginia Tech. We got two now on Virginia Tech. And then uh, last one, cornerback. Oh, not the last one. Damn, what what is going on? We got a lot. Tulsa cornerback Trayvon Fuller. Bill signed to an unrestricted free agent contract. Texas A&M tight end. Who's that? Jalen Weidermeyer. <laughs> Weidermeyer. What a name. Let's go, Bills. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of competition. They're trying out a long snapper, Cole Jenkins. Um, we're trying out more cornerbacks, wide receivers. Like they're not done. They're still looking for talent and gonna make heated competition in minicamp coming up here shortly. Yeah, damn, dude. It's already May, May third, we're recording this. Yeah. May third, and it starts in ten days, rookie minicamp on wow. the thirteenth. OTA offseason workouts, May twenty third to twenty fourth, all the way up till June tenth. Yeah, they're gonna be going and then mandatory minicamp stats start and then mandatory. <laughs> you all right? Everything okay? Mandatory minicamp starts June 14th to 16th. <laughs> all right, as for the real draft, we're just going to announce the top 10 real quick. Jacksonville Jaguars selected Trayvon Walker, defensive end out of Georgia. Troy Lyons selected Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end out of Michigan. Dan Campbell's got to be going ape shit, biting off kneecaps. Yeah, no, they didn't even wait. The NFL was mad at them because they picked so quick, but they ran to the podium, as the saying goes. Yeah. <laughs> Houston Texans then took Stingley Jr., the cornerback from LSU. Third New- pick. Third, fourth was the New Jersey Jets, the team that plays in, <laughs> in the New Jersey area. Ahmad Gardner, Sauce Gardner. The sauce. Cornerback from Cincinnati. Five Giants. They took Kayvon Thibodeau. How could you not with him on the board? Dude's a stud. He's projected number one a while ago. Yeah. Number six, Carolina Panthers. Akeem Ikwanu. Offensive tackle out of North Carolina State. Let's go. Giants back up again. They take Evan Neal, the tackle out of Alabama. He can play all around. And then uh, Atlanta Falcons, Drake London, the wide receiver from USC. Yeah, they were at eight. Number nine, Seattle Seahawks from Denver. The pick's from Denver. Charles Cross, offensive tackle, Mississippi State. And they're rounding out the top ten, the Jets, man. They took wide receiver, Garrett Olson, Ohio State. Yeah, that tackle Cross, he's, Jets, he's a The mauler. Jets got a hell of a lot better in the top ten right there, I think. Yeah, and then they moved back in later, and they took a, a – an edge rusher. Honorable mentions. Uh, Jamison Williams, Detroit Lions, moved up from 32 to 12 to get Jamison Williams, wide receiver out of Alabama. I don't know if you've seen the picture of him next to Aiden Hutchinson holding their jerseys. Mm-hmm. He does not look thrilled to be going. <laughs> <laughs> he literally has no expression on his face, like dead face. It's like, uh-oh. It's like, I'm going to be here for five years before I get he's paid. He's seen what they did to Calvin Johnson. He's seen what they did to Barry Sanders. They seen what they did to Stafford. He's just like, fuck. I'm in trouble. And then uh, only quarterback taken in the first round, Kenny Pickett going, staying in Pittsburgh, I should say. Yeah, going from Pitt to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I see. I heard. I heard that their practice field is right next to the um, pro pro practice field. Yeah. So they got to look at them all the time. Yeah, they have on. Uh, they can look at their, you know, anyone in their state. So New York can look at New York players and, and things like that. Uh, I'm so saying though, he was like he's like in the building with them and shit. Right, like yeah, there's no, no limits. There's yeah, not pretty, any res- as it's not really tampering. It's not restricted as much as like if the Bills wanted to see someone in California, yeah. they can only see him so many times. And everyone was shocked that he was the first quarterback taken and the only quarterback taken in the first round. Yeah, and then everyone thought Malik Willis was going to be second quarterback. Nope. Yeah, no, I even thought Willis would go high. 
Um, he ended up going in the third round, 86th pick to the Titans. Yeah, and I didn't know this. They traded up for him. The Titans, they traded up for him. But what I was going to say is I didn't know that the coaches had worries about his um, you know, ability to learn the complexities of the NFL. They didn't think that his... They didn't think he was smart enough? He was... No, I wouldn't say that. It's <laughs> just... Uh, Sounds like he just did. You know, he had he ran for 27 touchdowns in two seasons. You know, he was good. It's just... I seen Tannehill today said that it ain't his job to mentor him. <laughs> that was a quote. That was a direct quote from Tannehill. <laughs> so, it's not his job to mentor uh, Willis. <laughs> so I'm sure. I'm sure Tannehill. And I see that he did, he hasn't call, he didn't he didn't call any of the draftees on the night of to say congrats and all that. Yeah, so I think he's salty about the AJ Brown news. You want to break the AJ Brown news? Yeah, let's let's hit that and then we'll come back to Willis. Where do you, where do you go to Philly? AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Philly. From Tennessee, this is a blockbuster trade mid, to Philly mid draft. I usually don't even react when like shit like shit goes down during yeah. the draft. No, I I said out loud. I said, "Wow!" I draw draw a drop. Literally, I said, "Holy shit!" Like, like why would you? Uh, all these wide receivers are changing. Top wide receivers are changing teams. This is yeah, this is huge. I I really I was shocked. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like there goes their Super Bowl. Chances. I mean, Tennessee got worse, <laughs> so I'm cool with it because uh, yeah, I'm one less team to worry about for the Bills. Right, exactly. One less team in our, in man, our contention. I, I bet Tannehill is pissed. I wonder if they're looking to get rid of. Uh, you know, the running back as well, too. <laughs> I mean, the well, Bills are always adding I mean, talent. <laughs> at this point, this, is, this point, you never know. I mean, are you just, you know, you want to get a couple draft picks like Jets did or what? <laughs> so, A.J. Brown got traded to Philly mid-draft. They, uh, Philly got the number 18 pick. I'm sorry, Tennessee got the number 18 pick and the number 101 overall picks. They promptly, uh, Philly said, I'm, we're going to pay A.J. Brown because you wouldn't. Four years, $100 million. And then Tennessee, the Titans used their 18th pick, and they took a wide receiver, Traylon Burks. So he was good. He caught 11 touchdowns during his final season at Arkansas while averaging 16.7 yards per catch. You can be good all you want. Are you going to be A.J. Brown good? No. <laughs> no. I don't understand. You're not going to come I, I in literally, with that. I don't get it. No. No. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, the Eagles were going after him because Jalen Hurts is – Good friends. I heard that him and AJ are close friends. They even attend each other's family events and parties, and they, and they have got some Devontae good chemistry. Smith, like like Devontae Smith on the other side now. Like, damn, look out! The Eagles, Eagles might be good. Yeah, Devontae Smith and offbound birds. They have regular, and they might get rid of him. There, I, I hear rumors they're looking to trade him away. Yeah, Rieger. Yeah. Yeah, Jalen Rieger. That was their first round pick from a couple years ago. Yeah, so they're trying he to. He hasn't really panned out. Yeah, <laughs> he's good, but I don't no, think he's he not, just. He hasn't been good at all for them. Well, he's for a... them, I mean, think yeah, give him a new home. Maybe he'll maybe he'll do something else. We had another blockbuster trade during the draft. Oh, yeah, this was another. This was some dropper. wild shit too, right? No, I did not. No one, no, I didn't see this anywhere. No one mocked. You can't mock for this. No, you really can't. Hey everybody, did you know that podcast advertising is now one of the most effective ways to advertise your products or services? Just like you're hearing this ad now, thousands of people could be hearing your ad right here. Contact Nick at gutcheckmedia.net or on Facebook or Twitter. We have options starting as low as $25. Start boosting your business right now. Hollywood. Yeah, Baltimore sent Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals. 
in exchange for the number 23 and number 100 picks in the draft. Then Baltimore traded the number 23 pick to the Bills. And then we selected Kyrie Elam. Yeah. But just insane that they're trading these dudes for two draft picks. Like, it's what? A, yeah. I mean, the teams get on these contracts. Number 23 pick and number 100, is, is that's what Holly, that's what Marquise Brown was worth? We should have fucking gave that up. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that. They got number 23. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about according to this shit. But. And then, so they got number 23 and 100. They used the 23 to trade to us. And then they got 25 and 130. So they're getting some cheap talent out of it is what I think they're looking to do. Yeah, smart. So, yeah, they got a, you know. They got a good center out of it at 25 out of Iowa, Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah, they used uh, their first pick in the draft, the number 14th overall. They got the Notre Dame safety, the stud Kyle Hamilton. I just don't think, I don't think Lamar was very pleased. He sent out a tweet, WTF. Yeah, and yeah. he backtracked and said that what that's not what it was about. It was like twenty minutes after that, bro. It was definitely what it, it was about. Definitely, the whole world was thinking the same thing. Bro. Yeah, dude, we already knew. Like, what? The, They're the, taking your only, not your only weapon, but what one your of them? Favorite one? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rashad Bateman. He's a he's gonna be a beast. This will be his second year. He he had a good coming after he came back from his injury. But man, I'm sure Lamar's just like, who am I gonna throw this ball to? Yeah, and I'm sure Kyler Murray is ecstatic now. He's got his old pal from Oklahoma. He's back together again. Dude is such a diva, man. <laughs> Kyler Murray, what? You're complaining about all this money? Now you got, like, literally... A.J. Green was, like, one of the top wide receivers at one point in the NFL. Obviously, he's a little older. Who else you got? You got... Well, now you got Hopkins, who... Maybe they knew that he was going to get suspended. Yeah, they had to have known something was up. Because uh, he uh, took the test in November. Because uh, breaking news, DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals suspended without pay for the first six games of the 2022 regular season, violating NFL policy on performance enhancing substances. The ped. The ped. He, he got best, one of the best in the game, but now you're tainted. Yeah, he six games. And he you know, went on social media and everything saying, you know, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. You know, he's always been clean. He states... Um, so he's trying to investigate himself, but he's not going through the process of it fighting it like in court shit. anymore. So they must have found something. You know, you kind of know. I don't know. It's not. Maybe he did. I, I, I have no idea. It. I have no idea what he's putting in his body. But if if it was serious, he should fight it because you can keep playing while you're fighting it. It's just crazy. It comes after he produced a positive test for a prohibitive substance plus. A masking agent attempt to substitute, dilute our specimen, yeah. or manipulate a test result. Damn. Yeah, he's so either something someone was feeding him something or what, but he somehow he had tested he, for that. He could have had mad weed in the system, which he might have, <laughs> and he's not going to get in any trouble now. Now, a lot of professional like baseball players and things like that that I, I've heard of say that this ped stuff like needs to be. They need to be allowed to take it because they're what they're doing to their bodies. So that's I think why, it's something that needs weed, to be. Man. That's why weed was like implemented into the contract. Like some of these players need it for pain. Yeah, I mean they're they're putting their body through hell. Guys don't want to drop pills all the fucking time. The pills are the worst. So they're addicting. Guys go through shit. Like no one wants pills. Stay natural. Yeah. Four twenty, baby. <laughs> 
right, so, what else we got? So, Brian yeah, Moore. I mean, it makes sense why the Cardinals traded to get Brown. He's yeah. a proven talent. Got the chemistry with Kyler Murray already. Hopkins, he missed seven games last year due to injuries. With the knee injury, required surgery. The Cardinals, when they without without him, they were three and four, and they only scored sixteen points or fewer. Three of them games, damn. Yeah, and out of three of those defeats, they scored less than sixteen or less. Yeah, and so he's on track now to miss eleven straight games. Yeah, he missed seven games last year to injury. He's missing at least six this year. Yeah, and it's damn. in a row. So it's it's yeah, eleven straight. That I don't is know. Out. Not, I, I, used to, I used to kind of low key like the Cardinals. I hate him now because of Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean he tainted him for me too. Like he's I was a great I would, player. I, I just, like to root. just hate the fucking way he's doing things. Right, dude. We got to talk about the fucking NHL playoffs. Yeah, we we were just going on. I mean the shit was going down. NFL draft was awesome, uh, but no football was being played, so it's kind of not exciting anymore yeah, to me. That's it. Yeah, players are on the teams they're going to be on, and time talk NHL because it's the first night last night, which was Monday, May second, was fucking awesome. NHL playoffs, let's go, dude. The games, maybe not so much the the scoring, and uh, not so much my bets either, <laughs> but. <laughs> What what a night! Uh, Toronto Tampa ends in a fucking line brawl. That was awesome. You know, it's, it's a couple underdogs won. You know, yeah, awesome. Yeah. And what it, game you want to dive into first? Whew. So Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, they laid a fucking egg, dude. Yeah, the beginning of the game, they were nowhere to be found. I bet they're to win by two. I I thought like, all right, well, I guess this you know this game's a, a wash. Ooh, Minnesota was singing the blues after this game. I didn't see this one coming. They had, Minnesota put Flurry in net, and I, re- I really thought that that was going to be you know huge. And one of the highest scoring teams in the league, Minnesota, laid a fucking goose egg against Huso with the Blues. Yeah, they dropped it. They they really. I thought that you know the first period, like all right, maybe maybe the second will look better. No, I mean, dude, <laughs> Minnesota or St. Louis came out strong, man. David Perron, Ryan O'Reilly. Two goals in the first. David Perron, power play goal in the second. Three nothing going into the third. And Perron added a, a third one to get his hat trick at a 12.34 of the third period. And that made it 4 nothing. Perron came on. <laughs> Billy Huso, Blues goalie, made 37 saves. Just hell of a game. Uh, hell of a game. Just yeah. Big, yeah. Big, a lot of big hits. Just throwing the body around. Yeah. And did you see the player safety department there for NHL finds the captain Jared Spurgeon five thousand yeah. the max allowed for that cross check he did to the winger Pavel Buchnevich. Buchnevich. I got you. There we go. He's in the such a such a weird ass play, man. I mean yeah. Buchnevich was on his knees sliding because he fell down. Spurgeon was like behind him and on, on the ground too for some reason sliding with him and he just fucking two handed the back of his ankles. Yeah. Like no padding back there, and just damn, that's that's their captain too. You can't be doing that shit, man. Come on. Yeah, no, it's obvious your frustration took over. You definitely can't be doing that. That's not right. I wouldn't like it if anyone did that to anybody, no matter you know what team we're rooting for. So we kind of we kind of fucked up here. We we started with the game, the third game of the night. We should have started with the first. Okay, Boston Bruins, Carolina Hurricanes were the first game of the night at seven p.m. And Carolina uh, wiped the floor with them. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to start with the Minnesota game because I think I know, you know, that's my team I'm rooting for this year. <laughs> I'm just busting your balls a little bit. But this game was scoreless all the way up until three minutes and 32 seconds of the, third, of the second period when Seth Jarvis got his first first ever playoff goal. 
for Carolina. And Neil Niederreiter added another one before the period ended. Yeah. And it was 2 nothing going into the third for uh, Carolina. Then three minutes into the third period, Taylor Hall scores. I'm sure he's happy as fuck to be out of here. <laughs> Although I bet he would like to be on this team. Yeah, probably now. But oh well, that's neither here nor there. He's in the playoffs. Cut it in half, made it 2-1. to one, And then four minutes later, Terramine for Carolina makes it 3-1. to one. Vinny Trocek makes it 4-1 to one with three minutes to go. And then an empty netter by Shvechnikov. All these guys, five different goal scorers, just anti-Ranta and net for Carolina because Anderson's still out, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's their backup, and he played great, 36 saves, one goal. Shout-out to Carolina, getting the first win. Probably the biggest game of the night, Leafs versus Lightning. Tampa Bay Lightning versus Toronto Maple Leafs. What a fucking game this was. I hated every second of it. Toronto gets one nothing lead late in the first period. Jake Muzzin scores on Vasilevsky from a slapper from the point. Then it was the Austin Matthews show a little bit. Yeah, he got a power play goal. I, I predicted he would get a PPP. <laughs> it's unfortunate you can't bet on the PP, the power play goals. You can only bet on the points, and it was like plus 150. But yeah. still, man, you put 100 bucks on that, you're happy today. <laughs> but yeah, he scored six minutes into the second. Just yeah. I was, was two nothing. They never look back. Won the game five nothing. Matthews gets two goals. Yeah, I was surprised really the, that the first periods were so slow in a couple of these games, going less than two goals. Jack Campbell twenty four save shutout. I seen a stat today though. Vasilevsky has a nine sixty six save percentage and a fourteen and zero record after losing a game in, in the playoffs. Wow, any game. So he's the next to, game. He's, Going to be on fire statistically. <laughs> the, next, the next game, uh, Tampa is looking good. Then the last game of the night, LA Kings versus the Oilers. Now, a lot of people on social media, on podcasts, they're not giving the fucking Kings a chance in this series. So what do they do? They come out and get a 2-0 lead early in the game. They win the game 4-3 on a late third-period goal by a mistake from Mike Smith, the goalie for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. It was a great fucking game. It really was. McDavid went end to end for his goal late in the first period. Yeah, that was two a, to one. A good game to watch, dude. He ripped up the ice, cuts in, just snipes it. It was, it was like one on four at one point, and they all just kind of let him come in, and he got right to the top of the circle, to the middle, and bang. It's the like anytime you're playing hockey, like you remember playing hockey with your friends, if there's that one kid that just cruises through everybody and scores, that's that's McDavid. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's like a, a man amongst boys, literally, like the way it looks out there. And then early in the second period, Yamamoto ties it. Yamamoto. One minute later, uh, L.A. scores to take the lead back 3-2. to two. Brandon Lemieux scored uh, for a wrister from the top of the circle. Shouldn't have went in. Mike Smith knew it, too. You could tell he just said, fuck, <laughs> with his fucking helmet. Yeah. And then Dreisaitl tied the game halfway through the second period, 3-3. Three to three. High-scoring game, you'd think. Nope, no more goals scored until late in the third period when Mike Smith decided to go behind the net and play a puck to the front of his net when he was behind it. And that didn't go in, but it went around the boards, and then, bang, they slapped it in. And uh, Philip Denault, the defensive-minded forward, gets his first goal of the playoffs, and they win 4-3, to three, LA Kings. Yeah. Shout out wow. to them for everyone thinking they were going to fucking be pushovers, and then they beat, they beat Edmonton. Yeah, so they wanted to come out strong, prove they could do it, you know, and especially there was a huge, away. huge fucking brawl at the end of Tampa Bay Toronto game. I, I mean, there was fines handed out. Simmons, 
Simmons, Maroon, and Corey Perry all got $2,500 fines for unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, there was some fights. Maroon grabbed Riley at one point and just started pounding on him. It was awesome. Simmons and <laughs> Simmons was in there. Everybody was just piling in, just hammering on each other. And I, I kind of looked at that as the Lightning saying, like, all right, you kicked our ass in this game, but we're not letting you go quietly. Yeah, we're going to, you know, throw out some adrenaline here and – we're gonna play. It was a message for next game. Like play better we'll, next game. We'll be we'll be we'll we'll be here next time. <laughs> yep, we'll be here. Like we will we will definitely be here. So, you know, hopefully we got some they, games tonight. Series starting. Yeah, Penguins versus the Rangers starting off at seven o'clock. Yeah, Penguins versus Rangers. I like I like the Rangers. Sisterkin. Yeah, I mean, it's all about the, goaltending. They're the favorite, but I just have a my gut check is telling me Penguins. Jari hasn't played in a while, and he's their goalie. So, oh no, dismiss playing. Okay, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I think Rangers. You think Penguins? I like it. Yeah, I just want to. All know. right, tonight we got the Capitals versus the Panthers at seven thirty. How can you not go Panthers? Yeah, that's. I mean, the only reason I would want to go Capitals is Ovechkin. I mean, yeah, he, he comes back tonight after missing a few games. He can turn the game around. No doubt, fifty exp- over fifty goals, thirty six years old. Fucking specimen. He can win the game, you know, him and Backstrom. <laughs> and at 9.30, we got Nashville versus Colorado. Nashville starting goalie, uh, Riddick. So it should be interesting. I think I think Colorado's going to take that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. That I think that's an easy one to, you know, hopefully. I mean, none of these games are easy. It's playoff hockey, so anyone can. It's anyone's game. And then the only team with a negative goal differential in the playoffs, Dallas Stars at Calgary Flames. At the 10 o'clock game. That's going to be a good game. A lot of people think Dallas going to be a pushover. I don't quite think so. No, they have some, some good talent on their team. They can keep up. Yeah, so that number of the games for tonight. All them series are starting 0-0, and uh, everyone's got a shot. But uh, <laughs> I like a lot of the favorites. I, liked, I think the Rangers are a sneaky team. I thought the Wild were a sneaky team until last night. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. It's only one game. Yeah, it's only one game, but I mean the Blues are they're playoff built. You know they have that caliber of player on their team. So hopefully Minnesota, you know, can use some of their skill players. What I would do, honestly, Minnesota, go look at the film who beat the Blues this year and how they do it, and model that. Yeah, seriously, uh, for them to come out and kick your ass for nothing in your building. Yeah. Not good. Not good. Then the Tampa-Toronto game, sorry to be jumping all over the place with these <laughs> games, but Kyle Clifford uh, drilled Ross Colton, Tampa Bay's forward, into the into the boards, and uh, he had a hearing today, and he got suspended one game. So he'll, he'll be out for game two. He's just a fourth-line role player, but he was uh, in there for a reason, to physicality. They knew they were going to need it. Yeah, he, that's what – He crossed the line a little bit, but – Yeah, I, that's a, a thing like that a lot of teams – don't have is the physicality player like you know when you think about buffalo you know you think of peters you know coletta things like that and you know when you think about the teams now i don't know who that would be (laughs) on our teams no idea i think that's someone that some some guys like that they need to add for the sabers if they want to get to the playoffs they were saying do you should you restructure restructure tate thompson's uh forward for the sabers tate thompson's contract now I would do it. Before this upcoming season when he gets maybe 40. Lock him up for whatever. Try to get a good good deal on him now for like six years and hopefully you don't turn into the next Jack Eichel. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I think he's good enough to get a good deal, get it now, get it signed before, you know, because like you said, it'll go up. I mean, as a fan of the game, it was just so great to see. Like, the, I feel like the Sabres have been playing, not at playoff pace, but these last like 20 games, they definitely amped the play, the pace of play up. Mm-hmm. And then last night we're watching the games and these, these teams are flying. Like, yeah. I couldn't imagine being a fucking goalie. Like it's just incredible. Yeah, don't don't sign up for a goalie. Kids. No. <laughs> and then, that's why the amazing the amazing ones. It's just you got to respect them because you're not you're not getting over without a goalie. I, I I still think Tampa's gonna win that series against Toronto. But. Yeah, I mean, quick for speaking of goalies, he played awesome against the Oilers. They probably should have scored a lot more. They definitely should have. <laughs> he was he saves, was all he over. He across with the splits. Yeah, goal like you said, goalie for the Kings. He was played out of his mind. Yeah. Then Mike Smith letting it go from the top of the circle. That's yeah. your difference in your game. It's the one difference, the one point. I'm telling you, you need goaltending in the playoffs, and that's why I think Tampa. I think Tampa is not out of that series at all. No, no, that's just one game. You wouldn't be a fool to, to bet Tampa. You'd probably get good odds for a series win. but They'll probably still be the favorite. Yeah. We're about to watch some hockey ourselves. I can't wait to watch it. We... Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Everyone, thank you for listening. It's been a hell of, hell of a day, hell of a podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Make sure you're following so that you can get notified when we're, new episodes come out. Thanks for listening, everybody. We had fun. Let's go, let's go Sabres. Let's go Bills. Go Buffalo. Hey, everybody. Did you know that podcast advertising is now one of the most effective ways to advertise your products or services? Just like you're hearing this ad now. Thousands of people could be hearing your ad right here. Contact Nick at gutcheckmedia.net or on Facebook or Twitter. We have options starting as low as $25. Start boosting your business right now.